This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. We use the support of our patrons to bring you the best show we can. We also reward our patrons with bonus audio each week. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share nerdy stuff and talk to our listeners. You can also reach us at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com, erica.nerdpodcastradio at, you guessed it, gmail.com. It's not at, you guessed it, it's erica.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com and anthony. it's a joke anthony doesn't have an email address you can also reach us on twitter at SuperVeganBrian, at NerdcasterMike, at CurseySmurfErica, and of course, at NerdcastRadio. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey. Along with me is Super Vegan Brian. Hello, nurse. The Kirsty Smurf Erica. Hola. And today we have two very special guests. We have Molly and Mitch from the Failure to Launch Podcast. How are you doing today, guys? What's up, nerd? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey Brian, you don't have to add it in. That was Thanks for awesome. having us. Oh We're my God! Happy. I am I I I brought you guys here. This is Super Vegan Brian. Anyway, if you don't know our voices by now, I got you guys here because I am an absolute love of your podcast, and I have infected everyone else in our podcast with your amazing podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about Failure to Launch? Well, shucks. Thank you so much, Brian. Uh, that's really nice of you to say. <laughs> uh, you want to take the lead on? Yeah. So we uh, we watch TV shows that lasted one season or less. We review the pilot. We create drinking rules and a custom cocktail for every show we cover. So that way you can drink along while you watch. And then when it comes time to listen to our review, you'll be as tipsy as we are when we talk about it. All from our cozy studio apartment in downtown San Francisco. Yeah, they kind of... <laughs> <laughs> it kind of makes me wish I drank still. Does I anyone mean, drink on this podcast? Yeah, are don't we worry, with a bunch I of sober drink. people? Okay. No, no, okay. I, don't worry. I still drink. Okay. Oh my gosh. Going to parties at Michael's house for me, it's like, oh my gosh, how much possibly could you? Oh, there's another cabinet full of alcohol. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, you, I you walk don't in and be like, drink. can you make us a drink? I open two cabinet doors and like liquor bottles want to fall out. I oh, don't man. drink because I have a baby. Oh, okay. So I nurse my baby still. When she's done nursing, I'm sure I'll go back to drinking. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> when she's done nursing, there's going to be a problem. <laughs> I have a I have a quota that I have to follow. Like I'm I I don't drink at all except when I visit my sister. Um, we 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 have the option of having a glass of wine. We don't always do it, but it's there. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we've always had a lot of fun wine tasting, so I, I yeah. kept that open for her. That's fun. Because Brian's that's, a good person. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's kind of like the thing that we <laughs> did together, because like nobody else we know really likes wine tasting, so we'd be like, you want to go wine tasting? Yeah, let's do it. So I like wine tasting. You live in California. Are you coming to visit me? Well, I know a yeah. bunch of other people in Ohio, so yeah, probably. Now oh, that sorry. I don't eat cheese anymore, I just take all the fun away from going out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Super vegan Brian, party pooper for the win. It's like we're sitting at a restaurant. It's like, this is such good food. This is amazing. Brian's like, yep, materializes a carrot. Yeah, yeah I do that. <laughs> I keep carrots in my pockets. It's like, <laughs> it's like, dude, you you didn't have a bag with you. Where'd that come from? Is that One a carrot in your bag or are you just happy to see us? <laughs> Pulls out four carrots. <laughs> it's so, Michael, Michael, we obviously didn't bring Molly and Mitch all the way out to Skype. All the way out to Skype. The long commute to <laughs> Skype land. <laughs> To um, just BS, um, what are we talking about today? Well, you're right, Brian. We didn't bring out here just to BS, even though this is really fun to do. These guys are <laughs> awesome. No, today we're going to talk about TV, television, the wonderful boob tube, the brain sucker that is the rectangle of life. <laughs> what question? Crap. Is it called the boob tube because all of a sudden there were titties everywhere? Uh, you know what? I've always wondered why they called it the boob <laughs> Oh, no, I think I get it, why? Because the term boob used to mean for, like, dumb people, and so it would be, like, it was, like, something, like, only dumb people would watch, maybe? Yeah, but everybody watched it, like, since it came out, everybody had a television set in their home. Or, like, maybe if you watched it, you got dumb? Who knows? We'll find somebody. I'm going to go there's lots of titties everywhere. (laughs) You know, when that term came out, not enough titties were on television, all right? Not enough. Then it was exactly. a longing yeah, term. It was, it was a term of it was a it was a term of longing. Like we need more titties on this thing. Well, <laughs> early televisions were round and they were actually shaped like boobs, and that's where the term came Whoa. from. Whoa! Oh, you're Holy blowing my cow. mind over here. <laughs> I'm glad the shit I make up can amaze you. Oh. <laughs> I want to find a boob-shaped TV. I know they make them. They yeah, have. He's to. not wrong. He's not wrong. The original TVs were like that. Oh, the front of the glass. Oh, yeah, the, the the glass display for the screen was actually very rounded off. Yeah. So. And now it's shaped like a the boobs of like a ten year old or something. It's flat. We were, we are going to talk about TV today, but first we're going to play everybody's favorite game. How do we play it, Brian? <laughs> we're going to play what's nerdy with you, where the five of us. Oh my God, this is going to take forever. The five of us <laughs> share. The nerdiest thing we did this week, and at the end, we used the Mike Myler widget system to vote on who had the nerdiest thing. Because you all are our guests, um, <laughs> you're going to go first this morning sharing the nerdiest thing you did this week. And Molly is going to go first because oh, nice. um, for some reason, I think of you guys as Molly and Mitch instead of Mitch and Molly. I don't know why. I don't know wow. if there's a power dynamic there or anything. It just it rolls off the know. tongue better. So, Molly, you, you have are it first. right. The power dynamic is definitely her first. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Well, um, I'm excited to to do this. I thought about this a lot. Um, I guess the nerdiest thing I did this week is I started writing a erotic fan fiction for uh, Wrinkle in Time. Um, and that wasn't just like recreational smut writing. Um, I actually I participate in this uh, show in San Francisco called Shipwreck. And it's where it's a once a month show at the Booksmith bookstore in the Haight. Uh, and it's where they ask local writers to write fan fiction, erotic fan fiction about classic literature. And I've done it several times, but I won uh, last month literary throwdown. And so I have to start writing next month, which is for A Wrinkle in Time. So I have to start writing my Wrinkle in Time fan fiction pretty soon. And you so, won for so- Ready Player One. Yeah, that's right. Is, My last fan fiction that won was for Ready Player One. So isn't that book about children? So a wrinkle uh, in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I'm not sure. Okay, so what happens is they're very like strict about obviously not talking sexually about children. So you get assigned characters. So I can't tell you which character I got assigned to, but it is none of the people got assigned children characters. There are enough adults in those books that we can do stuff with it. Magical stuff. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's nerdy with me this week. I want to I wanna see this Ready Player One fan fiction. Oh, it, yeah. they were very dirty, all the characters. It was a very fun night. <laughs> well, great. Uh, I can tell you that uh, my fan fiction for that book uh, did involve, at one point, uh, an original Kenner Boba Fett action figure falling out of a vagina. So that's a little taste of <laughs> the kind of nasty stuff that goes oh, down. Oh, I've, I've got I've to see this. Like, can you send okay. me a copy? I will. I will. Okay. Yeah, I'm. That would be great. I'm down for this. That is amazing. My, uh, let me say, like, I have, I have a family member that writes erotic fiction. So, like, I, I read it quite frequently, you know. So I was like, I'm just super curious. (laughs) She apparently is a very successful erotic fiction author. She is, and we're not going to talk about it. People aren't allowed to know. Which one? It's a little oh. annoying. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm just like super curious. <laughs> yeah, I I think I'm the only person that knows. Mystery involved in this erotic fan fiction. That's oh, my God. God. <laughs> oh, Molly's going to blow a gasket trying to figure out which one it is. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> well, I don't even know if it's actual fan fiction because she she writes like she, like series of books. Like it's not like a That's short story awesome. or anything. It's like entire series. And she's she's extremely successful with it. So That's good for awesome. her. That's amazing. Yeah. If you're into erotic fiction, you probably know her, even though mm-hmm. we can't tell you who it is. Exactly. Yeah, you, she, you would she, know her. <laughs> she knows why they called it the boob tube, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mitch, you're up. All right, the nerdiest thing I did this week, I watched my first live Twitch stream. <laughs> I had never done it before. I was the guy that watched that episode of South Park making fun of uh, people watching people play video games and thought, yeah, that is dumb, only to like a year and a half la- later be addicted to watching people play video games. I love watching people play. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, yes. Like I, l- I watch people play Overwatch all the time. It's crazy, right? Like, Why is that fun? Who I don't. I still watch? don't understand. I watched watch uh, Carl Sagan forty two. He uh, he speedruns uh, Yoshi's Island and plays a lot of Mario Maker. Oh, and he plays like run. the crazy Kaizo levels of Mario Maker that I could never beat. So I like watching it for the like satisfaction of wow, I could never in my life, if I played a hundred hours a week, could ever pull this off. And uh, I don't know. I just love watching him like destroy Mario levels. Speedrunners have figured out the secret to playing 100 hours a day, I think. (laughs) Well, I also... They they are so fast, they they destroy the time continuum and are able to play 100 (laughs) hours a day. Well, I, I like, I will watch stream... If I'm thinking about getting a video game that's been out for a while, but, like, I don't have, and I'm like, oh, like, um, Breath of the Wild. I was considering getting a Nintendo Switch just to get Breath of the Wild, and then I was like, well, I better make sure this is something that I would like. So I watched somebody play it for like, you know, 30, 40 minutes. And I was like, I get, yeah, yeah, I like that. So, you know, I also watch people for that. But games that I play that that I'll watch is like Overwatch. Like, I love watching people play mm-hmm. Overwatch because some of the crazy shit that happens. So, <laughs> Erica, what did you do this week that was nerdy? Uh, I saw Black Panther. I'm super boring this week. I haven't really done much of anything. That is perfectly okay. Um, uh, Five-word review, non-spoilers. Um, how about two? Wakanda Forever? Okay. Yeah, I, no, that it was, sounds good. 
Yeah, it was Carter really forever. good. Because I haven't watched it yet, even though I said I was going to last week. I'm probably going to go to today, even though I'm probably not going to. Oh, it's, Brian, you need to see it. It's probably. Uh, so I went in there, you know, everybody's saying like it was the best Marvel movie, blah, 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 ever made. And I went in there skeptical because anytime people blow shit up like that, I'm like, what? No. And it's, I'm always disappointed. No, it was fucking good. It was real. I don't know if it's the best Marvel movie ever made, but it's in like the top three for sure. And um, what they did with the story was just beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful uh, the way because, you know, it's, you know, black centric story as it should be. And like <laughs> like the couple white guys that are in it, they're like, uh, no, shut up. You don't you don't get to talk. You don't have a say in the situation. It was super. It was really fucking funny. I so, love that part. It, it was yeah. great. It's like, uh, no, you shut up. You're done. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so but no it was it was absolutely done right and i loved all the accents and everything hmm. it, it was just beautiful so but brian what about you what did you do that was nerdy this week? all right so next week we are doing a live show at the um iron horse steampunk carnival in paris california um <laughs> unfortunately planning is a little hard we don't know what time we're going to be on we're going to be on on sunday so if you want to see us, go on Sunday. But I spent the week putting together a steampunk outfit. And awesome. I originally thought it was going to be, I'm going to get a nice pair of pants and a nice shirt with a short collar and suspenders and just show up. And then I got on Amazon and went a little crazy. <laughs> um, I, found, uh, I found a long coat with tails. Oh, Ooh. I saw that. I saw that picture. It looked awesome. And it's purple. Yeah, that jacket. I saw the picture too. Those pants. The you sent me the link to the to the pants. I want to get those so bad. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. you're putting together a pretty sweet costume for sure. Mm. Oh yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Um, I I got the long coat. Well, I I wasn't done. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got a vest um, oh. from the same company that made the long coat with tails. I got a, a like a um a vest with like a floral pattern on it. I got um a well. This is where it got complicated. I have a very large <laughs> noggin. I have a very large head, guys. Um, it is 24 and a half inches around. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's silent for my mom for a second. <laughs> <laughs> In the arms of the angel. <laughs> um, that so, woman deserves a medal. All the hats I could find that could fit were made out of wool, and I'm allergic. So... Um, Daniel, who does our music, helped me with this, and we came up with the best idea. I got a leather aviator hat Ooh. Um, with aviator goggles. Um, I figured that might be hot, so I also got a, bed, a backup pair of steampunk goggles with, like, additional accessory lenses. Um, I also got a big, nice leather belt, and um, that's it. It's going to be a, a nice old formal steampunk. Oh, yeah, I bought, a, I bought an expensive shirt, too. So I told yeah. you Daniel was the best person to talk to. Except that Daniel, yep. everything I told him, I was like, hey, do you have a thing I could use? And he was like, yeah, I totally do. But you should buy it. You should spend money over and over again. <laughs> He's like, you don't want to use someone else's stuff. You want to spend more money. <laughs> you want to use your money. Which translates into I do, but I don't want to let you borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm borrowing a leather holster for him because I actually do have an antique, fl an antique flintlock gun. Um, that I want to use. It's Whoa, a replica. Awesome. Yeah. 
Do you know their prop policies there? No, but, you know, you can leave a gun in the car. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> where it should be left. That is a Texas right thing. Right on the seat. You know, I, I know I've heard stories about people going to steampunk conventions, and steampunk is all about, like, a lot of it is all about people who make custom weapons. And they go all the way out to the convention. The convention never made an announcement that they're not allowed anything that looks like weapons. Oh, no. Didn't that happen to Daniel a while back? It did. It did. That was my nerdy thing this week. I made a steampunk costume. What about you, Michael? Uh, honestly, you know, I didn't really have anything super nerdy this week. I've uh, been pretty busy, but I can say I've been helping my my friend Wayne. He's been said he's running, wanting to run some small one shots for just like one or two, like two to three people. And he's calling them his he's calling them quest board adventures. And they're ones he, he's making them up and everything. It's supposed to be like you answer a quest board like you would in, in a lot of campaigns. And his first dungeon, he's been having me help him out set it up and and with items and and going through maps for his quests and that's really been my week is it just going over it with him and finding out what his big boss is going to be so we originally when we first started doing this game all we, just, we did uh, i'm sorry to cut you off michael just shut the no. fuck up and deal with it and we will <laughs> we will continue we will now do voting <laughs> oh um, <laughs> you guys are crap. Brian, we found something that actually feels bad for me. <laughs> don't don't yeah. feel bad for him because what you don't know, because Brian edits everything, is Michael will go into ten or fifteen minute rants where nobody else says anything but Michael. No. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up, Michael. Definitely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, Mitch. Glass houses, my friend. Glass houses. <laughs> You know, when we <laughs> created this podcast, I actually thought, I wonder if a guest is ever going to tell Michael to shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, it's happened. So we're using the Mike Myler widget system. When we started this game, we would just do one vote each. And then we had a game designer on the show who decided that wasn't complex enough. So <laughs> now, um, so we're each going to have six widgets that we can allocate between each other. We're going to do this as quick as possible. Molly, you have mm -hmm. six widgets. Where do you put them and Why? Okay, great. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give you three widgets because you spent, I think, the most money out of all of us <laughs> to make it come true. I am going to give Erica one widget for supporting people of color at the movie theater. Right on. I'm going to give me the remaining uh, two widgets because I'm awesome. So Only there we after go. After my own heart. Yeah. You can give yourself widgets? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah. The, the caveat is it increases your terribleness as a person just a little bit for every <laughs> widget you give yourself. Um, so, Mitch. Okay with that. Yeah, I'm going to be giving mine away to other people because I'm a good person, Molly. So, I'm going to give three to you because uh, that, I'm going to give three to you and three to Brian because those are the two nerdiest things I've, I've heard of. Fan fiction and cyberpunk. Like, nice. That's it. Simple. Uh -huh. That's the nerdiest stuff. Uh, Erica? Um, I am going to have to give Molly four widgets because mm. erotic fan fiction. Like, like so fun. And I can't wait to read it. And mm. then I'm going to give uh, two to Brian for awesome costume. Hell so. yeah. And this has nothing to do with the fact that I'm a giant fan of your podcast. This is all because of the words erotic fan fiction, competition, and... You know, just the fact that you're actually involved in this, you're gonna get all, all um, six of my widgets, Molly. Aha! Who's terrible now? Ha! Ah! <laughs> 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 
Thank you, BB. <laughs> Aw. Michael, you are up. Let's see here. Well, I, I, I'm i really excited about Brian's costume. So, Brian, you get two. And then, Molly, you get two as well. Because, you know, erotic fan fiction. And it's a contest. So that's great. And one to Erica, one to Mitch. Yeah, I finally got one. And <laughs> I yeah, know, I, I, I was about to feel bad and be like, oh, man. I still don't have one. So. It's all because <laughs> I cut him off. And I didn't let him explain completely. You know, nobody realizes how nerdy it was, you know. But that's okay. Shut the fuck up, Michael. Uh, <laughs> Nobody was uh, going to beat Molly anyway. She had us all. With no one was going to beat Molly. Uh, Molly, um, there's some special What's instructions up? here. So you win the widgets. Um, we will ship them to you. Um, they have some special care <laughs> instructions. Um, you have to keep them in a, uh, keep them away from water, and um, you can't feed them after midnight. Great. <laughs> I hear they're sensitive to sunlight as well, right? Yeah. No, they're not. No, they're not oh. sensitive to sunlight. Uh, I don't great. know what reference you thought moonlight. I was making. Moonlight, moonlight, it's moonlight. Uh, can I take a second then to plug uh, again uh, Shipwreck, a competitive erotic fan fiction at Booksmith in the Hay? It's the first uh, Thursday of every month in San Francisco. So check out Shipwreck uh, in San Francisco. And for you drinkers, it's got an open bar. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. Can't wait Thank to go guys. to San Francisco. Yeah. Well, if you guys come, you can come to our studio apartment and uh, record with us. We'd love that. I am actually going to be driving up that way this summer. So maybe we can Heck plan yeah. something. Please do. We'd love that. That sounds fantastic. Oh, so um, we're the, the show isn't What's Nerdy With You. The show is Nerd Podcast Radio. And today we're going to be talking about TV. So, Michael, how are we going to talk about that? We're going to talk about it. <laughs> That's such a weird way of saying it. How are we going to talk about it? Um, all right. All right. Um, I'll, How do I'll, we talk about things with our mouths? I, I picked <laughs> audio podcasts. I, I think sign language falls time. short. I picked favorite show of all time for the first part of the outline because um, that's how uh, Molly and Mitch ice break with their guests on their podcast and i had to gush a little bit and this Aww. you know this show is all about them this show's Aww. all about you guys all about your 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 awesomeness your your brevity of life i don't know why i said brevity, you, i want you guys to have a long time <laughs> yeah i was like what the fuck mike like, i don't know where that came fuck from. up about what my brevity you know what? I've been listening to a lot of Critical Role podcasts, and Matt Mercer says brevity like it's the only word in his dictionary. So that's probably why. But I want you to, with your long lives and many, many shows of one season or less that you will, you have and will someday put on your show with a good amount of liquor. What <laughs> <laughs> I will you sit so here, but I will sit here and ask you this one. Very important question that Brian says I have to ask you. <laughs> okay, Molly, what is? I'm going to do this separate. So, Molly, what's your favorite show of all time? My favorite show of all time is Thirty Rock. Oh, and why? And, and why? Fun. It's incredibly well written. Uh, it employs some of my favorite uh, TV writers and actors, and um, yeah, it's just I find new reasons to love it every time I watch it, and I really, really love it. Every rewatch, I find a new joke that blows my mind. Like, it's yeah. uh, my favorite one is still, it's not a, a lemon party without old dick. That's <laughs> <laughs> still, like, I didn't catch that till my third rewatch. And it's just like, 
that's a joke for for people who had the internet and were in high school in 2003. Yeah. It's and great. it's written by by Liz Lemon herself. Yeah. And <laughs> what a brilliant, brilliant joke. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love it. Oh, What's your favorite show, Mitt? All right. So my favorite TV show of all time, also in the same genre, I got to go Arrested Development, oh, even with the Netflix one. season, even with the Netflix season, even with the Netflix season. Nice. I can't wait for, uh, you know, I know Mitchell Hurwitz is saying that he wants to recut it to be like the other seasons. I would buy that. I would pay probably I'd pay like a hundred bucks just to to see that season written out the way it's intended. I, I didn't care for the change in format. It's still better than his first show, which was a spinoff of Golden Girls called Golden Palace, which also sounds like a terrible thing to Google back in 2004. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, that's something you don't Google. <laughs> you know, I, I've i never seen Arrested Development. Is it worth the hype? Oh, my God. Of course. Why? Brian, you of all people, I really thought you had seen it. Um, yeah. it, it was one of those shows that um, it was um, one of my ex-girlfriend's favorite shows. Uh, you got that was, taste in your mouth still, right? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> What's unfortunate about Arrested Development is it's going to totally wreck your TV palette just because it is so... Or, and actually, maybe this is not even true now, but when I first saw it, it was so unlike any other TV show I'd ever seen that it took me a while before like I could enjoy a sitcom <laughs> again because it's just... These jokes were so good and it was so well-written and so format bending that it just it wrecked my comedy palette for a little while so it might do that to you too but it's one of the best shows of all time you definitely should give it a watch if you want to ruin other tv shows <laughs> watch arrested development yeah no i'm agreeing with you netflix I'm, has been telling me for years i need to watch it and i go what is that even about and i move on it's hard <laughs> to it's hard to like give an elevator pitch of what it's about so you should just just watch it and see if you like it because it's it's excellent <laughs> i'd say the elevator pitch pitch is watch a spoiled terrible family be terrible again okay, that's, about, that's yeah, fair yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that's a fair one that's fair yeah there's only one it's, beacon of light that they shit on <laughs> <laughs> kind of like michael here <laughs> 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 I got you, bud. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> it's tears now. <laughs> Erica, what's your favorite? <laughs> Does it even matter now? Like, <laughs> even oh, more widgets. Oh, that's funny. Um, X Files. I'm super boring. It just it is. I've rewatched it. I don't know how many times. Hell yeah. X Files. <laughs> So uh, it's it's probably my favorite because especially the early season, like I really enjoyed when they started getting into the bigger plot and, and such. Well, the last couple seasons without uh, David Duchovny don't even count. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but before that, you know, when they start building the bigger plot underneath, like that was exciting. But the very first couple seasons where it was just like individual episodes about freaky weird shit like i was 10 when it came out and i was just i was hooked i was super excited i probably shouldn't have been 10 and watching it but my mom let me watch whatever i w wanted to so it didn't matter but um yeah for, i re i distinctly remember seeing a commercial for it um on fox um because i think i was watching the simpsons or something and I was like, oh, that 
that looks super interesting. And so I like marked it on the calendar when it was going to launch <laughs> and um, sat down and watched the first the first episode uh, of the first season. I kicked my brother off the TV to do it. Like I distinctly remember like turning off the TV and like, get the fuck out, dude. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it's, it's been a big part of my life. So I what love it. What does Amelia think of X-Files? Um, That's she, mom's alien show. No, <laughs> she gets creeped out at something. So it depends on what episode right. we're watching. So if we're watching like, like we were watching the, I was rewatching the first season recently again and it was like the episode with the guy that like flattens his body and can like oh, yes oh. everything she was Recurring like oh character. my god that's so yeah right and she's like that's so crazy scary oh the other thing about watch rewatching it is you see actors that were like b and c actors back then like just like the ones that got killed off in the episodes that are huge names now and like oh hey look like jack black <laughs> Jack yeah. Black is in that one episode in, in, with uh, Giovanni Ribisi, and you're just like, what the hell are they doing on the X-Files? Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's we always have, fun, rewatching them. Yeah, we have a similar experience anytime we rewatch Star Trek, is there's so many actors who got their start on Star Trek. Yeah, like, what the hell is Ashley Judd doing on yeah. Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> right? So, but then there's episodes of the X-Files where another one where it was like the computer system took over the building and was basically holding the guy hostage. Yes. Yeah, and Amelia's like, wow, we need to be really careful with AI. So, you know, it just depends on what episode I'm watching to, to how she's feeling about it. So, oh, what about you, Brian? What's your what's your favorite? Um, Doctor Who, hands down. Old I or new? Um, new, new. Uh, I, I do like the old show and I do watch it, um, but I really fell in love with the show with the new series. Um, nice. I, I actually spent a long time thinking about, like, my favorite show, and it was really hard because shows kept popping up. And the reason why I picked Doctor Who was whenever there's a new episode out, it's the only show I squee and jump up and down about. Oh, <laughs> um, I am with you on that up until Peter Capaldi. Oh, like, I don't like him as the doctor. I don't. And I stopped watching <laughs> I didn't commit either way for a long time. I just watched it because it was Doctor Who. And then he sold me when he started doing monologues. Um, his monologues redeemed the character for me. They're amazing. Um, maybe, maybe I'll have to start watching it again. I don't know. But I, I tried. I watched like the first, I want to say, five or six episodes of him as the Doctor. And I was just like, it has no magic for me. Like the magic oh. is gone. It was so dark and gritty. And I hate that supporting um, that. Uh, companion got, yeah companion thank you my brain i'm so tired i hate that companion like i don't like her at all i didn't like her before and i certainly don't like her now skip ahead to the season where she's not on it anymore and then watch them <laughs> later it really it's yeah. fine I, and and i agree with you completely it, it it's not as good and there was some bad writing direction at that same period um there was a lot of waffling with the character, like if she was going to still be on the show or not. I mean, she announced that she was leaving three times. Yeah, well, I didn't I didn't like her with Matt Smith, I, Smith either. Like, I just didn't like her. I was like, you're just whatever, Clara. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> Brian, do you have a favorite whatever. companion? Or uh, my favorite companion is Martha Jones. 
Oh, Martha, that's a good pick. Underrepresented, I, f- I feel like, in the fan base. Mine yeah. is Donna. And I love yes. Donna. Mine is Donna. This is a little controversial, but I hate Rose. Yeah, I that's not controversial Rose. at all. I don't, I don't love Rose, her, but I, I don't, don't like hate her. her. She's just like, whatever. Yeah, I think she... Oh my god, such a stupid character. Oh, just kill her off already. <laughs> oh, don't worry, she doesn't live in this dimension anymore. Yeah, so we're good. She's still alive, though, so she's there <laughs> waiting to come back. Damn. That's not good enough, I want her dead! <laughs> Is she considered alive if it's in another dimension? Yes. I, it may I not just, be this plane of existence, but she's still sucking air, make her end. <laughs> I've never heard such hate for a fictional human being before. <laughs> She's not even like evil. It's not like Voldemort. You're talking about someone who did good in the in the universe. Yeah, they should totally oh, bring true. Voldemort on Doctor Who and have him be a companion. It would be better than Rose. <laughs> you know, what What do you think we should do, Voldemort? We should just kill them all. Yep, better choices than Rose ever made. <laughs> I'd oh, watch that I want to see trying Sonic Screwdriver Voldemort's wand. <laughs> um, oh, Mikey, <laughs> what is your favorite show of all time and why? Oh, and we know this one. Go ahead, Mike. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I think you guys know this. I want to see how well you guys know me, Brian. What's my favorite show of all time? Gunsmoke. Wow, you're way <laughs> Firefly. There you go. Yes, Same Firefly thing. is my one favorite. season. <laughs> One, I was gonna say, one right season. up your guys' alley. It's one season. Yeah, so good. Uh, yeah, Firefly is my all-time favorite show. I uh, I was just starting high school when it like when it came out, and I and I loved it. It was one of my favorite shows. Like I, I started watching it right away. Yes, the I when the the original what they labeled as the pilot was uh, came on. I was like, did I miss the start of this? What <laughs> and. I, but I watched it and it was so good. I thought it was a, a beautifully written show. And I liked that these guys were supposed to be the heroes, but they weren't heroes. Uh, and my love affair with Nathan Fillion started that episode one. I, and I just I, it was it was great because it, it kind of pulled two of my favorite genres together. Westerns and sci fi. Little known fact. Michael's love affair with Nathan Fillion is the reason why Castle was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start that rumor. <laughs> I, like, I, I love that Castle would make Firefly references. That was that was that's what I was going to say. Is I love his Firefly references. Good shot. I was aiming for his head. Um, unrelated tangent. Um, Castle is actually the the thing that got me interested in steampunk. No oh. way. Because they did a steampunk episode on Castle, where Castle wore the most badass steampunk costume I've ever seen in my life, with this like robotic arm that had to have cost four thousand dollars. Oh, nice. Oh, totally. I loved the episode when he pops out in the Mel in the Malcolm Reynolds yes. uh, costume. And she's like, what is that? He's like, I'm a space cowboy. Didn't you wear that like five years ago? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I love him so much. So handsome. Yeah, so Firefly is my, my number one favorite show. I love it. I, I did, Brian, in all fairness, I did almost say Bonanza. I almost did, too. I love Aww. Bonanza. That's a great show. It was one of my great, one of my favorite shows. Uh, you know, my all-time favorite is Hoss Cartwright because everybody yeah, yeah. likens me to him. You're a Hoss? <laughs> oh, totally. I'm a. I'm, I'm a little a, Joe myself, for sure. But no, yeah, I've, everybody's always said that I'm, I'm like Hoss Cartwright because I, I, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm six three, I'm, I'm a fairly heavy set guy, but uh, got 
like that heart of gold and everybody's like, Oh, it's Mike. And I was like, Oh, then I love Dan blocker too. He's, he was such a genuine guy and it really made me sad when I found out why he wasn't in the last season. Wait, why wasn't he in the last season? Did he die? Yeah. Yeah. The, the Bonanza curse, everyone on that show died before they were supposed to. He, um, he had a, he died of a brain aneurysm after having, um, a hernia surgery. This is the time where you use the word brevity. His, his this time. is the appropriate time. <laughs> their, their, time on the, their time on this earth was, they had such brevity with this earth that it was a shame. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he passed away. And then, but he was also one of the first people to ever be killed off in a show between seasons because of the actor's death. Whoa, that's awesome. Wow. I didn't yeah, know they that. had, um, they, at the beginning of the last season, they had them explain that Hoss Cartwright died saving somebody during a flood. We are at the 40 minute mark. So I moved the outline around a little bit. Um, so we're now going to talk about our favorite shows that failed to launch. That shows that were canceled before their time. Um, I just we did that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, I'm we'll sure go ahead there's something, on. I'm sure there's something else that um, only lasted a season or less that you, you fell in love with. Oh yeah, I'm sure there there actually is. Um, I I don't know if you guys have ever answered this question on your podcast before. What your favorite canceled show is? Um, so Molly, what is your favorite canceled show? Well, obviously Firefly. Firefly is one of my favorite shows of all time, but I think that's kind of the basic B answer. So um, <laughs> uh, instead of saying that, I think I would say either. Uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, which I adore, even though it came on at the same time as my favorite show, 30 Rock. I think it is just apples and oranges, so different, so smart, so funny and beautiful. And I wish there were more seasons of that. So I would say either that one or uh, Good Girls Revolt on Amazon is incredibly timely, well acted and beautifully produced. Uh, But there might be a second season of that. So I'm going to hold my comment about that and just say uh, Studio 60. Yeah, I agree with you on the Studio 60. Mm-hmm. That was a shame. Yeah, yeah, it was a great, great show. And it just had the unfortunate uh, positioning of going up against 30 Rock, which is like the the mirror universe of <laughs> <laughs> Studio 60. Um, another example of like how just a little bit of like, you know, different advertising or different branding or different like timing could have saved a really good show. Aaron Sorkin, you can't go wrong with Aaron Sorkin. And yeah. this being his only one season show blows my mind because it's my favorite one of his shows. Totally. And it's, it's just like, why couldn't you take two of those West Wing seasons <laughs> and, and given it to Studio 60? It would have been, the world would have been a better place with at least three seasons of Studio 60. I'm going to modify this topic a little bit and just say this can be any show that was canceled before its time. It doesn't have to follow the failure to launch rules. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. I, I stick to my answer. Still. <laughs> okay. Oh, except maybe Pushing Daisies, because I love Pushing oh, Daisies. Oh, Pushing Daisies. I feel like it was so rushed, and it, it shouldn't have been. I wanted pushing, a real ending. Pushing yeah. Daisies was one of the inspirations for changing that topic. <laughs> ah, okay, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Mitch. Oh, damn. <laughs> you can't just say a Pushing Daisies and then push this question on to me. I know, but I think I already stole Brian's answer. So. <laughs> okay, well, we'll save that I'm then. I'm feeling bad. I'm hustling. I got to go with uh, Clerks the Animated Series. Oh, my okay. goodness. I watched the when they put the, the couple episodes that they had for it on um, Adult ABC? Swim. 
No, oh, did. you watched I, it on I, Adult Swim. That's right. Yeah, because they they read they redid the couple episodes they had, and they were it was actually a really good concept for the show. I really liked it. I was like, dang, they just couldn't hang with the time because that would be if they could get it get them to redo that as an Adult Swim show straight ahead. That would be the best. Yeah, it would, would have last lasted forever. so long. Yeah, the fact that they originally aired it on ABC after the Super Bowl and it still didn't get its whole six episode run is ridiculous. They made six episodes and only aired two and then canceled it. Yeah, which sucks because it, it would work in today's media. It would be a very popular show. I guarantee that second episode where uh, it's the second episode and they're doing the whole TV trope of getting locked in a place and remembering your past episodes when all they had to flash back to was the first episode (laughs) is so brilliant. (laughs) I've never seen anything take a shot at a TV trope so well as that second episode. And Kevin Smith is a genius. You know, I hope his health is doing better. I hope he's doing better. I feel terrible hearing about that. I don't normally check Instagram when I first wake up, but I was like, I'm going to look at Instagram this morning. And then I open it up and the first thing I see is him with a oxygen cannula below his chin. And then he's in a hospital again. I was like, you better have had appendicitis. (laughs) And he's like, massive heart attack. And I was like, son of a bitch, not you. Well, I love he quoted uh, the quote I liked from him. He's like, I'm living on borrowed time. And I feel like that's how his career started. He was making movies, movies on borrowed money and they all turned out great. So maybe his borrowed time time will lead to a better life. Oh, oh yeah, totally. Well, they, they said that, you know, they went in and they did the surgery and everything. And he's it was pretty quick. They put his tea. He had a, he had a 100 percent blockage. They went in, ran a stent and he got better fast. Yeah, he's home already. Yeah, well, I think it's because it, they caught it before he actually went into cardiac arrest. Yeah, like he wasn't feeling good and they like they made him go to the hospital. So, yeah. He was, Plus, he's he, lost a lot of weight, so he's yeah. he's going to be healthier in general. So to catch it early, to be aware, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that he's healthy. Well, he also is like, well, I guess I have to be vegan now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, he's he, the reason why. Oh, go ahead, Erica. Sorry. I was going to say his daughter and his wife are already vegan. Yeah. So. He was the last holdout in that house. It took a heart attack to convert the man of the family to veganism. And the way he describes his wife, you know, she was like, well, you're going to stop eating ma- meat now, asshole. Uh, actually, yeah, that's what Jen would do. Like, <laughs> yeah, that or she'd just be like, you're not eating meat anymore. He's the reason why I use the word. Why I use the term slough off this mortal coil. <laughs> I was like, that is such a good way of saying you're going to die. Uh, uh, Eric, uh, Eric's turn. Yeah, he's not allowed to die till I meet him. Yeah. Oh, well, I already met him twice, so. Oh, uh, in your face. <laughs> that okay. Of there are benefits to living in the Midwest. Most savage thing you've ever yeah. said. There are benefits. Guys, to... You've never met this person. Be nice to them. California, Mike. What's your excuse? I don't go to L.A. on the daily. Just blame me. I gave him permission to shit on him. Just go to the podcast that he does like every three weeks in downtown Hollywood. I went there. I he actually talked to us, but I didn't get to meet him. Sounds like a you problem. It is. I got to meet Ralph Garman though. (laughs) Part of my list is completed. I met Ralph Garman. Okay, well. (laughs) And he is a beautiful human being. Now that we're done with um, the Kevin Smith fan worship tangent. Um, Erica, <laughs> he's a beautiful gift from the Lord. 
I apologize, <laughs> listeners, for all that talking over each other. That was that was mostly my fault for trying to get the the cats back on track. Sorry. <laughs> Laser pointer. And okay. I keep on having to mute my mic because I can't stop laughing. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> what is having fun. Then if we if we are as entertained at this conversation as we are, the people listening are just going to be like, "Who cares if they follow an outline? This is funny, isn't that like you know, yeah. part of having a successful show?" I don't care yeah. about our listeners. I care about the outline. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not, guys. No, he really <laughs> <the> outline. Okay. <laughs> so my my favorite show that was canceled uh was the dresden files oh good choice yeah Yeah. i really really love that show i love the books even more and there's so much material there do i think they could have made some better choices with like the show itself yes i think it would have been more successful if they stuck a little bit, not a lot, just a little bit more to the books, um, because the books are incredibly engrossing in the story and the way it develops and everything. Um, but it's it's still, even with that, it was still a very solid, like, you know, magic P.I. show. And I don't I just don't know why it didn't get renewed. So hey, Molly and Mitch, one yes. season. I know one that one's show. come up. That one has come up a lot. Oh, excellent. So, I've been meaning to read those books for forever. So that would be a great impetus. And Erica, you should we should have you a, on. Tell yeah. Erica, let us know when you can drink again and we'll Skype you <laughs> in. <laughs> nice. You know there's a there's a Dresden Files uh, tabletop game too. There yeah, is. Yeah, we don't we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't played much tabletop games. No. Well now you have to yeah. play the Dresden now you have to play the Dresden Files game. I know you say that. I'm just a very impatient gaming person. So if the like, you know, explanation <laughs> of the rules and the character description and whatever takes more than like a minute, I am very salty and grumpy it, the entire game. So I think yeah, I'm can, not the person <laughs> to tabletop. Oh, it, then you can play a fight. Then you can just play a fighter class and you're good. The salty and grumpy will play in. How about okay? But how about we just play Yahtzee and call it a dim damn day? I, okay. I think the words. I think the words you're looking for, Molly, are shut the fuck up, Michael. No, I would never do that. I will not. She's she's off like, no, he has his right to talk. He's beautiful. And she's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Mitch is a bully and I'm not. Ouch. She bullied me by calling me a bully. Oh my god. There's a first for everything. We gotta get back to But but Molly, you absolutely should read the Dresden Files. It just gets it gets better and better and better. I think my favorite part about the Dresden Files is first off, he is a wizard, but he's not all powerful by any means. Like he fucks shit up constantly. He he is like like he's just your average guy that somehow has powers and is completely constantly getting the shit beat out of him like in in the books he is injured more often than he is not injured and it's it's just really funny great i'm so excited i love i love a a funny fantasy series it would definitely it's hilarious (laughs) so awesome well great thank you yay all right brian what about you i just want to include that i just clicked the place order button and ordered stormfront the first dresden files book Nice. Ooh. All right. 
Because I was it, looking for a new yeah. book to read because I just finished the 16 book series I just read. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Can I yeah. recommend something to you? Sure. If you like uh, sci-fi, I've been really shilling for this person because I met them and I think they're fantastic. But um, uh, Book of the Unnamed Midwife by Meg Ellison is a dystopian uh, sci-fi novel that begins in San Francisco. Uh, and it's sort of the conceit of it is there's a, a virus that wipes out uh, women and children. And so the protagonist of this book is one of the remaining women in the world. And so it's kind of like, how do you navigate this uh, dystopia when you're actually a very precious natural resource? And it's sort of like an allegory for how, uh, how the world is scary for women, no matter what, <laughs> but it's also really funny and interesting and and just heartbreaking sci-fi. So Book of the Unnamed Midwife by Meg Ellison is a really I good just one. clicked the place order button and got it. Yes, yes. Okay, great. All right, we can get back to the outline, but I gotta, <laughs> I gotta rep my girl. And she's hilarious on Twitter, Meg Ellison. So follow her. Um, my favorite show that was canceled at um, the, hot, the height of its popularity that never should have been canceled was Quantum Leap. I know it went on forever, <laughs> but it was canceled at high ratings. Seriously, I wanted to see. I want to see if he made it home. He did not make it home. Spoiler alert. No, he doesn't. No, he didn't because <laughs> something happened, and then he was able to go past his time, his uh, his own lifespan, and he got put into the body of a guy named Captain Archer, and and uh, Ziggy wouldn't let him leave <laughs> until he founded the Federation. I love it. That's brilliant. I would you know. I would pay money for that to be canon. Me My too. brother and I always had a joke when watching um, Quantum Leap, when watching Enterprise, that at the end of the series of Enterprise, you would realize that in the entire series, he never looked into a mirror, and he would look into a mirror, and it would be a different guy. <laughs> yeah, oh like, that, like I wanted it to be like that. He sees somebody else's face when he looks in the mirror at the very end, but I also wanted it to be like he comes, he walks off stage after giving his speech that like causes the formation of the Federation, and then Al comes around a corner and he goes... You did it. Ziggy says the fe the Federation forms in the next two years, and then he and then the last scene is him leaping out of the scene, and That'd then be great. And then I say, say no, he's Admiral Adama in uh, freaking Battlestar. That's all better. <laughs> all better. All of that is better than the actual last episode of Enterprise, which it just turns out to be a giant holodeck simulation by Riker. Yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> well, they had to lead into Nemesis because right after that series ended, Nemesis started. Nemesis came out. Yeah. Um, do you guys remember the final episode of Quantum Leap where he leaps into a diner that's like heaven yeah. and he, he meets God? An yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> uh, I blocked that episode out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, I, I loved Quantum Leap and Sliders. Those were the sliders. Two shows. Oh, Sliders! So I, I love so much. Um, the first three seasons of Sliders are some of the best episodes of TV of all time. My favorite pilot ever is the Sliders pilot, the full length yeah. one where they uh, then go to the one where uh, Russia took over America after uh, World War II. Yeah, that was all of that brilliant. Oh. Plus, the, the cast was the just tops yeah. the episode where professor arturo dies was oh. filmed was filmed at the mission inn in riverside which is right near me that's where they filmed that wow. yeah nice. that's awesome I know that yeah that yeah. killed me uh oh. i i i wanted to talk about sliders too but i mean that that's that's a show that wasn't canceled before its time that was a show that ran too no. long when it moved to sci-fi channel and mel torme mel torme's uh son was no longer running the show uh, it sucked. Yeah. It yeah. just 
really went downhill. Hard fall off. Very hard fall. Yeah. Basically, after Arturo dies, stop watching, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Stop watching. <laughs> yeah, I agree completely. It's it just it the show. It's like, what am I even watching anymore? Except that I do really like Jerry O'Connell's brother. Yeah, I didn't mind bad. him. I did not mind him at all. He was <laughs> I liked Jerry O'Connell, but I liked Jerry O'Connell. When they kept the show going without Jerry O'Connell, it's like, what in the hell? <laughs> yeah. It's What's like, the purpose? Have been over? <laughs> Let's turn him into a different person. Doctor Who does it. We can do it, too. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, man. One of my favorite episodes from Sliders, though, is when they go to the world that has the uh, the Q virus. And like, oh, everybody, yeah. it's, it's it's terrible. And. And you find out that the reason why this virus was able to uh, mutate and arrive is because they never invented penicillin. And, at the and end, so he's like, Arturo invents penicillin and, out of like garbage. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy and then uh, I think it's Quinn. He's like the, the, the actual Q Quinn, the, the one with the disease. He goes, you can't stop us now. We have penicillin. Penicillin has never seemed more badass than in the first season episode of Sliders. Yeah, it, like it, that happened, and I was like, oh my god. I the, the thing about that episode that was so cool was how they took penicillin for granted and didn't even yeah. think, like, hey, maybe they don't have it here. Yeah, yeah and, and I mean, caused disease that society, yeah, exactly. So that society, whenever somebody has like a light cough, they're carried away to quarantine. I love that idea. It's yeah. so crazy. I I really enjoyed that. That was so good. Uh, uh, Michael, um, yes. do you have one other than Firefly? You know what I do? This this actually, um, I thought of it because of Jerry O'Connell, and it was something I really wished would have got off the ground, but it never did. It was the Monsters reboot pilot that they turned into a TV movie. Yeah, Bird Lane. Brian yeah. Fuller did that, right? Yeah, I Eddie, come on, Eddie Izzard as Grandpa Monster, I thought was perfect. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely. Awesome. It was so good. I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, there was a couple jokes that were kind of corny, but I really enjoyed it. I thought, man, this would actually make a really good series. It would it would have been a very good series. And it was Jerry O'Connell trying to make a comeback to TV. And you know what? I've, I've always liked him. I've always thought he was he was a pretty cool dude. And I liked the way I liked his acting style and how they made the monsters a little bit darker. I liked and. I just really wanted to see it take off. I wanted to see it have a, a start. And, you know, they wanted this to be its start, not its only hurrah. Because I liked I, what they did. I loved that yeah. show. And I was so excited to see it. And then I heard that it was never, you know, it, was, it wasn't, they decided they weren't going to do the series before it was even aired. Yeah, which, oh, it broke yeah. my heart. Because it sets up for an amazing it turned it season into a TV at the end of it. Right? Yeah, because well, the end of it it sets it up for a really good season where you know it's basically Eddie like the whole season you could tell would be Eddie coming to terms with being a werewolf. Oh wow! Well, and there would also be a lot of uh, there would be a lot of talk about what happened to the the scoutmaster that they killed in order to use his heart to keep Herman alive. Ooh, so it, whoa. That's awesome. It would have been great because they they could have the like part of it is them trying to cover up that they murdered the scoutmaster, <laughs> and why Grandpa Munster now looks like he's only forty and not one hundred and three. <laughs> so, uh, <sighs> such a good show. I have a deep cut canceled show that I want to bring up. Um, deep right. cut being that it was never on TV; it was on YouTube. Um, oh, Adult Ooh. Wednesday Adams. Oh, oh yeah, yes. Yeah, um, I would have loved to have so seen good. that go for. And the reason why it was canceled was because um, she got a cease and desist from the Adams estate. 
Uh, <laughs> good. Like I really. Uh, so and the fact that she had to do a cease and desist sucks. Well, can't. It really does. If she, if you know, if it hadn't have been a Kickstarter, it would have. She would have been able to keep doing it. But if she didn't have a Kickstarter, she wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're right. That's a good one. And yeah, that's, up, um, that's upsetting. Yeah, for, for listeners who've never heard of it, it was made by a YouTuber named Melissa Hunter. And um, she went on to do an NBC pilot in their pilot competition that didn't go. Um, but um, I haven't seen any new content from her in a while. Um, it was about Wednesday Adams, sort of based on the character from the movie, not the show, um, as an adult. Mm. And getting into hilarious situations. It was pulled from YouTube, but it was reposted enough that you can find it really easy. Yeah, which is good. The the one guy who harasses her on the street is the best. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> my favorite is when she gets um when she has a one night stand. Oh, I haven't seen that one. No, that's oh my god. Though. She literally shackles the guy to the bed and leaves. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> Wait, you're not supposed to do that? <laughs> I thought that's how all one night stands work. That's what I told Mitch. <laughs> I know Mitch, Mitch still has his shackles on wow. to this day. Okay. They're actually on the side of the bed uh, right now. Probably... Just give him a little bit of slack on the shackles so he can yeah, yeah. reach the mic. Mm-hmm. Oh. But not too much that he gets mouthy. No, no, no. You gotta shut <laughs> no, that no, no. shit down. That was yeah. that was no, a no, lot no. of fun. That was a lot of fun, everybody. But we are out of time <laughs> for topic. That doesn't mean the podcast episode is over because we still have. No, no, um, no, no, hold on. I have I, I have to give an honorable mention here. Okay. okay. For for things canceled, my husband is super super upset that Almost Human got canceled. I don't know if you guys. Oh, have that heard was of such it. a good show. Oh. Yeah, he loved it. It was like. A robot police show. I like watched one episode, but when they mentioned when they said they weren't like gonna make another season of it, like he moped around the house for like three weeks. Have you like, all heard of it? He didn't even want to watch TV. He was just like, no. Every time I want like something, they just take it from me. <laughs> all oh. right. <laughs> oh. Have you all heard of it? Yes, uh, I yes, heard of it. I never did. actually had a chance to watch it. Oh, what's that actor's name? He's a big actor, the guy who played the the main cop. Oh, oh, I don't know, I don't know. He was in that movie Priest. Um, oh God, what's his name? Carl Urban. I'm that terrible with names. You can't ask me. I don't know. Doctor, Why don't you Google it. You like, mean Judge have... Dredd himself? That was him, right? Yeah, Carl Urban. Yeah, it was yeah. Carl Urban. Carl Judge Urban. Judge Dredd. Played... Yeah, Judge Dredd. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he did the Judge Dredd. Yeah. That dude. <laughs> Man, yeah, that, that Judge Dredd is so good. <laughs> I like that one. I watched my husband was like, have you ever seen Judge Dredd? I was like, no. So then we watched the the first one. And then that one, I was like, fuck, this is good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Stallone's Stallone's Judge Dredd is pretty bad. So like to finally have a good Judge Dredd. And like if I went and saw it in theaters in 3D, the way it was shot, it's the only 3D movie I've ever liked. The 3D was actually used very well because the slow-mo scenes where they take the slow-mo drug mm-hmm. looked beautiful in 3D. Well, I'm not Love. allowed to see 3D movies anymore. Like, I'm okay. I get motion sickness, but I'm okay with 3D as long as I'm in the very back row. Ah. My daughter is not. We took her to see Star Wars in 3D, and she was fine when she sat down. After the movie was over, and she stood up. Like, this look on her face. She's like, Mom, I'm going to throw up. 
Oh, no. And she did. Chris rushed her to the bathroom, and the closest bathroom was the men's room. So my 10-year-old daughter is standing in the men's room throwing up in the trash can. Oh, that poor thing. (laughs) Because of motion sickness. And then the really nice uh, movie theater people gave her like a Ziploc baggie in case she got sick on the ride home, which she did. (laughs) And And it was funny because our friend uh, Matt, who comes on the podcast uh, pretty frequently, was with us, and he was in the back seat with her, <laughs> and he's like squeezed up right next to her <laughs> while she's oh, no. puking, <laughs> and he's like, and he's not good with kids at all, like, <laughs> so he was like, "You're gonna be okay. You <laughs> get it out. You're you're fine." Like trying not to look at her throwing up like right next to her. <laughs> It, it was it was pretty that is great. the best that is the <laughs> oh. best freaking like sitcom like visual in my head right now <laughs> i that was kind my of how big, it was. my big problem with 3d movies is when 3d movies first came out they were amazing but my eyes adjusted to them and i don't see 3d anymore Wow. I go weird. see 3D movies okay. and I don't see 3D there's no point to me spending the extra money let me ask do you only have one eyeball <laughs> That's normally the problem. You got that whole Leela thing going on? <laughs> I, I, I I think it was just like a mental adjustment. Like my brain just interpolates the material and makes it so it's not 3D anymore. Because I don't even notice. There's no point in me blowing the extra 10 bucks. But I did get to see Avatar in 3D. And I remember looking over the edge of the cliff and going, oh, my God, my fear of heights is kicking in. Oh, damn. <laughs> so... Yeah. Oh, uh, you know the funny. The longer we're on this, the the more shows I keep thinking of, like Constantine. Like that's even like that's oh, a fresh. Oh man, my I gosh! That man, I wanted that show to go on forever. I know. Like that, it, exactly, and that's a fresh wound. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it still hurts. <laughs> and he's been on Arrow playing Constantine, and he's been on Legends of Tomorrow playing Constantine now. Yeah, he's yeah. he's like the perfect Constantine. He is. I wish they ever had read the comics. Knows he is the perfect Constantine. Yep, he is. <sighs> uh, all right, so uh, I'm going to cut off all show. tangents right now. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Ah, I wanted the show Terra Nova to get at least one more season. I love Terra Nova too. That was That's on the list, show. guys. We're covering is that it? soon. Yeah. Oh, I love I I was like I don't watch a lot of TV. I really really don't. But and I think I had Hulu or something at this time, but I was like every time a new episode like I was like and I'm watching it. Like like I it was one of those TV shows that I was like waiting to watch. And that doesn't happen very often cuz I don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> Am I killing you right now, Ryan? Is that You're killing? you're killing me, Smalls, and I say Smalls because you're short. I know. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> it was a good show, and they had to put a bug on a guy because he Michael, had too much Michael, oxygen. Michael, Michael, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, You know what, Molly and Mitch? You have been on our episode where I managed to beat. We managed to beat. And Mitch, help me with this. We have beaten the Nerd Podcast Radio Shut the Fuck Up Michael record. record. <laughs> oh, what are we at? <laughs> she said, oh, again. <laughs> We're at eight now. She's like, we, she's like, she's like, I feel so bad. We told him to shut the fuck up eight times. <laughs> Not we, Michael. They did. No, I'm... no, 
Molly, no, no, they did. You're you don't right. listen to our, You've only listened to a couple episodes of the show, so I want to explain this. This is a role I play. I'm, I am just a bully on the show. Michael is one of my best friends, and I love him dearly. Isn't that right, Michael? That's what Brian said. Shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I am such an asshole because every time you say it on shows that I listen to, I start cracking up. But now that I'm on the air, I don't want to do it because I don't know him like that. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. I think it's a funny bit, but I, I would not presume to do it. Not like some people over here. <laughs> The first show I was on, I told him to shut the fuck up. So <laughs> Pretty damn fast, too. I did. I think we were like 10 minutes in. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> said it like I'm a also, Yeah, I think I'm saltier on podcasts that it's just me being a guest. I think like I take on the sort of saltier role. But when it's Mitch and I'm like, oh, no, he's I'm the nice. He's the monster. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm full of shit is what I'm saying. Oh. Uh. I will say your guys' show, I, I've only listened to a, a couple episodes, but I was going through your your catalog and you guys covered two shows that I love very dearly. Briscoe County Jr. Hell yeah. yeah. Which I'm a Bruce Campbell fan, massive, and I, I love Briscoe County Jr. I wish and that one would have went on forever. I, I bought the, C- the DVDs for that because of your show. Steampunk alone, just to tie yeah. it in with your nerdy thing of the week. This show was the, my like first introduction to steampunk. Yeah. 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 Well, me too. It, that yeah, was we so know good. Which and then other uh, one you're gonna say because I did actually say shut the fuck up, Brian, before we began recording because uh, they related to us your Cowboy Bebop issue with our episode, <laughs> and so that's when I said that. But that was no, no. Episode. You said you should shut the fuck up, Michael. You didn't say shut the fuck oh, up, Brian. I'm sorry. I would. So never you know what that, that means, Molly? You are the. What? You are the second person other than Michael to ever say shut the fuck up, Brian, on the podcast. <laughs> Yay. <Wow. laughs> so yeah, you are supporting and, uh, Michael in all forms. And uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yes, Cowboy Bebop. That is my number one favorite all time anime of all time. And uh, you guys covered it. And like this is before I really listened to any of your episodes. And I was like, that show wasn't a failure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was like, no, that show was amazing. It was beautiful. And Brian goes, they just covered things that had one season. Yeah. Okay. Failure's sure. just the title, okay? It's just the title. I, I was just like, oh, it took it too literal. Shut the fuck up, Michael. Hey, Brian, help me out here. I am trying to remember this TV show where... Nightman. No, it was like the guy was like this awesome psychologist that like read like micro expressions and it seemed like he could read people's minds, but it was really um, lie to me. No, it was lie to me. Lie to me. Yes. I got you. (laughs) That was a great show. But I watched it only because of Tim Roth. Tim Roth is so great. Tim Roth. If you guys haven't seen it. Say that again, Erica. Was that the main character, Tim Roth? Yep. I love that actor. I see him in all sorts of stuff. Oh, I love him too. Uh, the ostrich egg. If you haven't seen Rob Roy, watch Rob Roy. Oh, he I love that He plays the best movie. villain of all time. He was I an hated amazing. Tim Roth as a person for years because of that role. I thought he was a piece of shit because of that movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he does what such hooked, a good job. What hooked me on Tim Roth was Four Rooms. Hell yeah. Oh, Damn. yeah. He was in that, wasn't he? He was. He's the bellboy. He's the main guy. Yeah. Ted the bellhop. Don't misbehave. Don't misbehave. Don't misbehave. <laughs> well, 
I didn't really like notice him popping up and stuff until I did see him in the Edward Norton uh, Hulk movie, and I was like, man, he's really good. Like he he plays a pretty good dick. And then I watch <laughs> then I watched Rob Roy, and I was like, this guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I ever saw him was Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, yeah. that is like that was Orange. him, Mr. Orange. Yeah, yeah. damn, that's crazy. Hey, he's 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 one of those actors who's like, hey, oh, hey, that guy. Like we'll I have, know, um, like, it lasted more than one season, but I the reason I was thinking of it is I distinctly remember when it was over. I was just sad. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, it, yeah, it, like, ended, it, it ended too soon. It ended too soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll have Mitch back when we do the Tim Roth episode. Okay, sounds good. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Today we're talking about this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> get, a letter, get a letter from Tim Ross publicist and everything. Could you like not say he's a piece of shit anymore? Yeah, could you not do that? <laughs> could you yeah. maybe yeah. You know, well, like say he's okay? Yeah. Molly, welcome back to, to Roth. Yeah. Welcome back to Roth Wrath, the podcast where we only talk about our beefs with Tim Roth and what a piece of shit he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like when he stole that goal from Liam Neeson, it's like, dude, don't steal money from a Jedi, dick. <laughs> um, so movie described badly <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what we're doing oh, uh, back to the, the legion in my forehead is going away <laughs> so we are going to describe uh the movie badly scarface right that's what we decided on yeah michael yep. and michael and chrissy smurf eric are going to take this one on uh i haven't seen it in probably I want to say at least 12 years, but I will say that uh, it is essentially Al Pacino is an immigrant, shows up. I think it's in Florida. For, Miami. Yeah, Cuban. He's oh, Cuban. Miami's he's not a, in Florida? On to a good start. <laughs> so he's, so he's a Cuban immigrant in Miami trying to make it big. Then he discovers cocaine is fucking awesome. Yeah, and makes a bunch of money and murders a bunch of people because he's a fucking asshole. I think that covers it. Oh, and he has a white lady as his slave. (laughs) (laughs) Molly lost it at white woman as his slave. (laughs) I kind of want to see that now, just to know what you mean by that. (laughs) And then takes on a Cuban army. Guns a bunch of people down and dies in a hail of bullets. Yay him. Oh, yeah. And the world is yours. Yeah, it's basically it's basically a movie about what a fucked up person he is. Like that's the <laughs> whole movie. Oh yeah, totally. He sounds like you a want... Batman villain. Scarface yeah. kind of is at the end. Yeah. <laughs> kind of is. <laughs> but it, it, if you watch the Lonely Island music uh, music video with Michael Bolton and the <laughs> Scarface part, it's pretty much the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mitch, Scarface is a Batman villain. Oh, there is a Scarface yeah, Batman. A yeah, Scarface he's Batman. the ventriloquist puppet. He's a little puppet. bit shorter than El Pacino. Oh, my God. How could I forget about the ventriloquist dummy? <laughs> that, those were like my favorite episodes of the animated series. Like, <laughs> I thought, I, episodes were great. I legit thought he was like referencing the two together. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize you didn't realize there really no. was a Scarface villain. <laughs> I just totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> Because I'm like, they got clay face. They can't do another face. They got two face. How many faces are they going to do? Like, here's here, Batman. Th- this week is fighting guitar face. <laughs> He's a man Wait, no. who uh, has a guitar for a face. 
No, it's it's Clayface, Two Face, and Scarface, and the episode is called Face Off. Oh. <laughs> Except it's better than the movie. <laughs> Ooh. How yeah, could anything be better than that amazing, flawless film? John Woo has some choice words for you right now. All right. <laughs> Worth my face. <laughs> face off. I saw movie and I was like, what the fuck is this mess? Oh my God. Uh, it's an American treasure, and you watch your mouth when you talk about face off things. <laughs> yeah, you know what also is an American treasure? National treasure. Just throwing yes. it out there. I love um, it. Yeah. Fucking love those movies. Those are all right, really let's good. all agree, Nicolas Cage is the national treasure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> watch the College Humor video uh, being uh, Nicolas Cage's agent. Is It's the fucking best. <laughs> so remake of Schindler's List, but in this one, he's just punching everybody. And then you see a poster for Schindler's Fist. <laughs> <laughs> it's another remake, but this time he's just really mad. Schindler's pissed. Uh... <laughs> gotta start screening movies. Nope, doing it. This might be the podcast where Schindler's List has come up the most. Although, when we were first talking about it, I don't even think we were recording. Were we, Brian? No. No. It's, it's, no. This is like three or four times Schindler's List has come up. <laughs> no, no. Um, we were talking about doing Schindler's List, a uh, movie described badly. But really, it would be World War II happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it. Like, that's the thing, guys. Can we... <laughs> I love the people that are like, that never happened. And then like the people that were in the war were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Huh. World War II, never happened. Yeah, don't tell that around those guys at the VFW. They're really committed to the lie. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. Um, so now we're on to talking about the nerdy stuff we're up to. But this is an opportunity for Molly and Mitch to promote their stuff and anything else that they want to promote. So, um, guys. Boat? Go for it. You go. You go. No, you go. All right. Well, uh, you know, we listen to Failure to Launch. That's our main thing. Um, it, again, we we cover TV shows that lasted one season or less. Drink along with us on this magical journey through some shows that didn't deserve to go and some that absolutely did. Uh, we have a Facebook page where we like to interact with fans. So that's obviously Facebook.com forward slash Failure to Launch podcast. I just um, like page by the way like oh, hell yeah i was like oh look at that we're up to 301 baby <laughs> <laughs> hang on i'm gonna find you you're about to hit 302 hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah uh, molly what do you got uh did you not want to promote anything else no i mean i i have a music website you can go to so uh that would be mitchellthompson.bandcamp.com you can download my uh album special robot uh my album cover looks a lot like your um podcast art actually because it, it's, it's about a no, it's about, oh, I'm just saying it's about a mine is about a robot messiah. Yeah, our, our robot is named Clunky. Yeah, Clunky. Oh, I thought you were saying the design was Clunky. <laughs> no, no, our robot's name is Clunky. No, I needed to clarify. Like, what other robot do we have? I think that's it. Our <laughs> our robot was not inspired by your robot. Our robot oh, was no. just public domain artwork that we found and colored in. That's <laughs> awesome. Mine is, uh, I, I drew a plate when I was three, like a, a dinner plate, and I found it in high school, and it's a very poorly drawn robot, and it says special robot on the plate, and some of the letters are backwards, like I was a little kid opening a lemonade stand, so I decided <laughs> to write uh, a space rock opera based on this plate I drew when I was three, and that's where special robot came from. 
Oh my God, Brian, we have got to put yes. their links in the podcast because to, to these things, because my husband would love to listen to that. I know him so well. <laughs> he would be like, Oh my God. So it's a special robot. <laughs> he loves, he loves, he loves like space opera things. Like, perfect. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. I'm going to listen to this too. Oh hell yeah! Great, and Thank he's, you. he's on YouTube too. Is that your YouTube handle? As There's well? uh, all the links are on that Bandcamp website. Yeah, you should see the uh, special robot music videos that we filmed entirely in our tiny apartment. So yeah, they look <laughs> yeah. good. They look great for the space that we shot them in, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the magic of green screen. <laughs> Sounds nice. like we're gonna be like I'm gonna be on YouTube and stuff a lot recently <laughs> here soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so for me. I actually I have uh, another podcast in addition to that one. It's called Red All Over, a Handmaid's Tale uh, recap podcast. And uh, we are gearing up to cover season two of The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, in fact, next week, my co-host and I have press passes to go to Paley Fest in L.A. and go get... Um, See, watch the panel there. And so we'll be doing a special exclusive episode about Paley Fest. Um, and currently on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash read all over podcast, I believe, uh, just to fill some time between this season and the next, uh, we're doing a special bracket called March Sadness, where we pit uh, women authors against each other to see who has the most tragic uh, life and the most tragic body of work. Uh, current winner on that so far of our first bracket is Maya Angelou, so she'll go on to battle uh, the next bracket. But yeah, so follow Red All Over, a Handmaid's Tale recap if you're into that sort of thing. And uh, find me on Twitter at Sirius Molly. Uh, that's where I post all my comedy dates and fun stuff. So yeah. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, so for hosts, I posted um, Mitch's album cover in the Skype chat. Oh, I saw it. Oh I my gosh, it. yes, I love it. <laughs> nice. Well, we I'm love trying to come up so with fun. a pun that involves blasphemy and robots. <laughs> <laughs> it is very blasphemous. Just, just a, a fair warning <laughs> on this album. It is very blasphemous. <laughs> I, ju- I just followed you, Molly. Now, now we're yeah. friends on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, at a girl. Uh, that's awesome. Thank you guys for having us. We love this. This was so fun. <laughs> And followed. Nice. <laughs> there you go, Molly. Nice. Racking in bitters. Nice. There you go. Thanks, guys. So we are... Thank you, babies. Um, we are doing a live show next week at the Iron Horse Steampunk Carnival. We've been, post- we've been posting links on the website. We'll post more on our Facebook page. Um, I don't know why I said it that way. We don't have a website. It's just a Facebook page. Um, why don't we have a website, Ryan? Since when? We don't have a website. Why don't we have a website? Because I don't spend money on stuff. <laughs> I think I'm this is a thing we need to discuss. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Um, I I am losing my train of thought completely. So let me get back on track. Um, to, Brian, um, what are you doing this week? Um, this week I am just preparing for Sunday. So I don't really have anything special. I'm going to be trying on my costume and taking pictures and making sure it's right. Awesome. Um, Michael. I'm going to try and do something like little. I don't think I'm going to do a full costume, but I'm going to try and do like maybe just like one item that's steampunky over the week. But at the same time, uh, just in general, getting ready for Sunday, I don't really have much else to do. Why I do bought you have a pair of goggles shit, you can wear. Hmm? Oh, Why sorry. I, fine, a whole ass an item. I, I bought spare <laughs> goggles you can wear. I'll, yeah, I'll probably wear your spare goggles. 
Like, I was telling Brian, it's not even that hard to, like, get a costume together for steampunk. Like, you literally go find a vest at Goodwill, put an extra couple patches on it, tear it up a little bit, wear a button-up shirt, and put on some pants and boots. I already have a vest, so. There you go! Like, put yes. a little fucking effort into it. You have a I was! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it's... It's Mitch's negativity rubbing off on all of all of us. Oh, I feel so bad. Now I'm joining Molly's side. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Look, you did. Uh, Look, you did. How about, you how about ruined, speak, speak the fuck up, Michael? <laughs> uh, this sounds super jovial when he says it, though. Like he's getting actual pleasure saying it. <laughs> Ryan's just like, shut the fuck up. We got to go on. This guy's like, shut the fuck up, Michael. Oh, that made me feel good inside. <laughs> I need my fix. I need my fix. I'm going to get random tweets and Facebook messages from this guy now going, just shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, that, that's basically going to be my week is trying to get ready for the live show. What about you, Erica? What are you doing this week? I have, I don't know. Like, I've, look at she is raising her children and yeah. making sure they don't die. There you go. Anything nerdy that I do anymore, because, I mean, Rowan's walking now, so, like, she's super hard to keep out of shit, and uh, Amelia is becoming a preteen, so so that's fucking nightmare, but... um, (laughs) Get her to channel all her preteen rage into a D&D character, and you're good. (laughs) No, No, we're at the... We're starting the point where any suggestion mom makes is not good. like we don't want to do it simply because mom said it oh i got you i got you do you watch yeah. that show on netflix uh big mouth probably not huh no i've well, seen it like an episode they have an episode where all all of the characters are preteens and um when they start going through puberty, it manifests itself as this monster that hangs out with them. And so the girl on the show goes through puberty and her monster says to her, you see that woman, your mom, you hate her now. Everything she says is bad. She's like, you're right. We are starting that. It's like a Jekyll and Hyde fucking situation. Like, because, because one minute she's like, oh, mom, I love you. Let's play video games and hang out like we always have. And then, like, I'm like, hey, Amelia, you know, why don't you come over here and help me, you know, with this? And she's like, oh, but why? And I'm like, oh, my God, go to your room. I I can't I can't handle whining like at all. Like, it's like, you know, everybody has those things that like just sets them off. The moment somebody starts whining at me, doesn't matter who it is. I'm like, and we're done here. So, oh man, well, it gets better. <laughs> yeah. It gets oh, better. babe, it's such a hard day at work. It was like, go to your room. No, that's not whining. That's a statement. It's it's that tone of the voice. Like, oh no, he said it whining. Oh, then yeah, yeah I'd be like, no, you need to go somewhere else. Yeah, so, don't hang uh, out with Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, I know, work sucks, right? <laughs> oh, but uh, no, Brian's right. Between raising my children, um. I just, whatever nerdy thing I do is just because I found time and thought of it. So I don't have anything planned. Yeah, half the t- ever since she had Rowan, a lot of times it's like, what what was your nerdy thing this week? She's like, I got up at 1 a.m. and played Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up, it was 1 a.m., and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to play some video games. 
Nice. That's my thing. Yeah. Well, so. you know, uh, Alana's getting is she's three. She's about three and a half now, but she, she's such a hyper young kid. Nah, there's there's times where I just can't find time to do much because I need to keep an eye on her. She is so inquisitive about things around. She wants to know what's going on and wants to know what something is and does. And it's like, Oh, you're going to be a brilliant young child or a young person later on in life. But right now I got to make sure you're not killing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to tell you they grow out of that, but uh, they don't like no. Amelia. Like I'll turn around and I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to kill yourself. Stop. The toast is stuck in the toaster. So I got this fork. You're yes, oh, no. actually yes, that's a thing. So <laughs> I had to save my little sister's life one time. She almost did that. Oh jeez. Um, Molly and Mitch, you have any nerdy stuff going on you want to share? Nope, that, I thought we did. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was just promotions. It. That was your oh, promotions. Like, no. What are you doing this week? Well, we're about to go to brunch and play the Rick and Morty card game a bunch, probably. So holy that's shit, you you couldn't really? think of anything? Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that is beautiful. <laughs> If you haven't played the Total Recall card game, it's great because uh, it's all about trust. It's basically a hyper version of bullshit. Uh, and so it just ends with a, a yelling match between you and your closest friends. It's very fun. And it's freaking Morty themed, so it's even to, more badass. I bet I bet my local game store has it. I have to go pick it up today. It's I, a lot I, of fun. I am, I am really obsessed with Rick and Morty. Like, probably more than I should be. Like I'm I, wearing my I Rick and Morty loot picture. Oh, which one is it? The is it the uh, brain one or the portal gun one? It's the brain one. I wore the portal gun one yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I well. have both. Did you guys get the Szechuan sauce or what? I wanted to, but I never had the chance to get to the to get to McDonald's. Yeah, I didn't either. But it, I it do. Was... I do have a portal gun, like a little prop. <laughs> yeah, I don't awesome. eat anything with added sugar, so you know, <laughs> oh. no no Szechuan sauce for super vegans. It was pretty bad. I will tell you. It was Don't, pretty You're bad. not missing much. <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. But no, I'm I'm like obsessed with Rick and Morty. Like all my ringtones are just different things from Rick and Morty. Like when mm. Brian calls me, it's like Moon Man. And then um, awesome. <laughs> when, when somebody... Uh, calls me that I don't know. It's when Rick's in the president's office and he's like, don't touch me. You don't have to do that. If you touch me, you'll die. And there's no afterlife. So it's like that whole monologue and then it, en- <laughs> then it ends with, well, good. We agree. I'm not leaving till we get a selfie. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, and then I get a text message. It's Rick going, thank you. Every single tone on my phone. When, it's, when it's my buddy Steve texts me, I get pickle Rick. <laughs> pickle when Rick. we um when we did our Rick and Morty episode for our Patreon bonus content, I sang Moon Man. Nice. Right. Yeah. That's why your song is Moon Man. Yeah. That's that's swifty as fuck. <laughs> Let's get oh my god! Up in here. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't fuck with squirrels, uh, Morty. <laughs> yeah um one of my favorite episodes from last season was the episode with the therapist like it made me cry and i really oh. liked that analogy of like you know therapy is just some people want to put in the work and some people don't so i went to my therapist and i relayed i said uh there's a show that i've been watching and it really explained something that that really related to me and in my fantasy not in real life but what i fantasized about her going was like mm-hmm mm-hmm 
Pickle Rick. If I could ever will one thing into existence, if that had happened to me, I would have lost my mind. But it it didn't. Oh, damn. (laughs) That's funny. But I I think that's the only nerdy thing we're doing this week. Like I said, I'm going to L.A. to do this podcast thing. Um, And we also haven't seen Black Panther, so we should really get on that. When when is that? Pardon? Uh, The Paley Fest is next weekend in L.A., so the weekend of St. Patrick's Day. I'm going to be at the steampunk convention or I would totally oh, come out. Oh, that's okay. We're just, <laughs> we're going there. We're not doing a live podcast. Or no, anything. but I would go to meet you guys. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, and uh, you could leave this part in or take this part out, but Mitch and I are going to Disneyland uh, April 26th and that whole weekend we'll be in town. So maybe we can meet up then. Hell oh, yeah. I yeah, like try. Anaheim's only two hours away. Yeah. Oh, that's a long way. I have, Sorry. I have everything. I have, I have two hours away. So. Oh, yeah, nice. Everything is two hours from where Brian is. Everything. <laughs> I, uh, I hate if better than two weeks. If it's it was true. up to me, I would make this episode nine hours long and just keep on uh, talking right. with you. We got to do that. So, Michael, yeah. close us out. Okay, so today we kind of talked about TV, but this was the this was the beautiful rambling ambling episode that was not brevity. I know I used it wrong. <laughs> Care. That's nope. why I used it. That was, there was no brevity to this episode. It was a very, actually, a really fun episode to do. <laughs> the actually, truth. you know what? It should be like the episode should be titled like the brevity of like television. Yes. Yeah. The brevity, yeah. not brevity of television. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put that one up to committee. Yeah. <laughs> In other words, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, I had a, I had a lot of fun on today's episode. I. Enjoyed our talks about all these shows that, honestly, most of them, if not all of them, needed another chance to get going. And our tangents with with Molly and Mitch, you guys, that was so much fun. I really enjoyed having you guys on. I want you guys to come back so bad. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Because this was great. Me too. Uh, Oh, yes. So much. Thank you. Me as well. I was muted. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, like, I just muted myself. I really liked you guys. No, we but appreciate no. it. Thank, Thank you. you for having us on. We really appreciate oh, it. Sure. You're, you're, you're obligated to come back at some point now. <laughs> we like you. And Molly <laughs> has to send me her erotic fan fiction because <laughs> I have to read Agreed. This. Pretty much agreed. Okay. Okay. So. I'll send you guys it. it. Maybe I can do it in the in the Skype. I don't know how to do that, Probably. but we'll try. We'll okay. figure it out. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So, you know, this has been our podcast. Radio. I've been your host, Special Mikey. One of was Hindu Anthony. No, he's not. Wow. I wish. What the wish, fuck man. is that, Michael? Listen. I thought you were being funny for a second, and then I, I heard you realize your own mistake. Yeah. Whoa. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> I have been your host, Special Mikey. With me was Super Vegan Brian. This episode brought to you by <laughs> Shut the Fuck Up, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> the Curse Smurf Erica. Oh, bye, guys. <laughs> and when this was, host of the Philly to Launch podcast. Molly and Mitch. Woo! And though and this has been our podcast and as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay off. Hey. Oh wow, there's no after the talking joke.